I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. It's the festive season and there's a brand new Doctor taking control of the TARDIS. This is the Christmas Invasion. Merry Christmas, you sons of guns. Welcome to this very, very festive episode of Still Got Legs, where we are discussing potentially the final entry of season one, potentially the first entry of season two. The numbering is inconsistent. Final entry of season one, I've decided. This okay. is... <laughs> we'll, the way we'll figure out... Hello, everyone. I'm Nathan. That's Lawrence. The way we'll figure <laughs> it out, the way we'll, we'll, we'll decide from now on is that... Unless the episode falls mid-season for the Christmas specials, which sometimes it does, um, on those rare occasions, it'll obviously be part of the season. But on occasions such as this, it is part of the season to which it previous before. Does that make sense? I think it made perfect sense, <laughs> and no one requires any further clarification, including me, the co-host, who Look, has... It's season one, episode 14, okay? Well, fuck you. Fuck you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Still Got Legs. Nathan, RIP the Ninth Doctor. Oh, he's straight into it. Well, he's, well, he's gone but not forgotten. He is gone but not forgotten. Um, David Tennant is here uh, and Rose ain't too happy about it. No. So we. I don't know if anyone caught the last couple of minutes of the previous episode, but we mentioned that we're not actually jumping straight into the Christmas Invasion. Uh, we are, in fact, going to briefly discuss the Children in Need 2005? 2005. Yep. Yeah, 2005 uh, Children in Need special, uh, which basically has a scene that is just not... It doesn't belong to any episode, uh, but it is essentially Ten and Rose's first interaction, 
completely yes. bizarre that this isn't in the episode. It, it is quite odd, to be honest. It's <laughs> very strange. It doesn't show up on like the on like the official like list on iPlayer or anything. Which well, I know. I don't watch it on iPlayer, Nathan. <laughs> Well, Let me just make that very clear. Because <laughs> you don't have a TV license. Oh, you've got all the DVDs, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got all of them, but I don't have them as a box set. I have them as the single DVDs where they release them as like two episodes at a time. Oh, okay, okay. I just watch on iPlayer. Cause... Oh, that's fair. Because you have a TV license. I do, yep. Well, if anyone's been... asking, I actually don't need one. Legally have declared that I do not need one and therefore don't have one. All right. Great. I just want to make that abundantly clear. It, there's no I'm relevance to any letters I I'm may have received. I'm very uncomfortable with this joke, with this little bit that we keep doing, Lawrence. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, not in any of the episodes. Crazy. You, if you didn't know this existed, you would absolutely miss it. It's essential viewing, I think, really. It, absolutely. It's the first time Ten and Rose talk to each other. It seems like they literally just took the first scene of the episode and went... Oh, let's just take that out, and then and then yeah. just we'll we'll put it on for children in need. Um, so I'd imagine like quite quite a lot of people didn't see this really, and I think that may be for the best. Oh no, why? I like the f- this 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 is very much split into two halves. This special, this very brief. I think it's like all in all like six minutes or so. Well, two halves. It's like the first five minutes, and then there's another bit. Yeah, and another bit at the end. <laughs> Yeah. It just feels they very like, random. For some reason they just like cut to the main theme, but then just come straight back in yeah. the movie, which I don't know, felt felt odd really. And it, it ends per the first the first five minutes ends perfectly because the doctor's <laughs> like, nice Christmas treat, let's bring you on a Christmas day. He already feels a bit erratic and a bit Yeah. A bit less fucking just happy go lucky as we please, a bit irresponsible. Yeah. And then, it, yeah, you're right, it does the main theme and it comes back and David Tennant's like, I'm going crazy in the TARDIS. Yeah, but he, but the, the regeneration doesn't go wrong in the first part, though. Like, the, the second part. Yeah, but it could have done, couldn't it? It could have done, but it didn't, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, um, they mentioned Captain Jack. So it seems like David Tennant, uh, the Tenth Doctor, knows that he's alive. He survived, we were speculating that last week. Um, but yeah, he knows, and a bit of that prejudice is showing. He knows that mm. something's not quite right. Don't want Jack anymore. Yeah, he's very uh, hypocritical, the Doctor, isn't he? Like, he I don't is, think yeah. people should live longer than they have to, apart from me. <laughs> and I'll do it loads. I'll also do it to some of my companions too when I want to, but it's my choice. I don't think that's his issue. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I see what you're saying. Oh, you're saying he's homophobic. <laughs> no, he's not homophobic. He just had a lovely little kiss. Um, they did actually have a little kiss. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rose is not happy. She asked him to change back and everything. She's like, I don't like this. I don't like you. That's a nice little tender moment between them two. Like, I just, I love the, the simplicity. You already get David, although he hasn't got a lock on the character yet, David Tennant. Yeah. Because you, you have to imagine this is the first scene he probably filmed. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, And so like, he doesn't quite know what he's doing, but you already get a lot of Ten's mannerisms in the like, Oh, uh, like Rose is like, change back. He's like, do you want me to? And she's like, yeah. And he's, <laughs> and he's like, oh. And then she goes, can you? And he goes, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which, which is a lie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you fibber, David Tennant. <laughs> I've uh, the most recent episode of Doctor Who would disagree, but <laughs> okay. Also, doesn't he like, he, he regenerates into himself again at another point as well, doesn't he? No. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I got shot by a Dalek, but it's right because I got my hand. And I, oh, I like, uh, I like yeah, my hairdo, so I'm going to stick around. 
He doesn't regenerate into himself, but... I mean, I guess technically he does, yeah. He, like, heals himself, but no one's ever really decided if that's a full regeneration or not. He technically is. It counted towards the count. But then they did away with the count. It doesn't matter. There's oh, a whole yeah. thing. Because we'll, Matt we'll Smith was like, I've got vanity issues or something, didn't he? He said. Yeah, yeah. It did count towards his regeneration cycle. Um, I, I remember being younger and I was so excited about the lore I read on the internet that was like, the Doctor can only regenerate like 13 times or something. Yeah. And then I was like, how are they going to do that? And then Clara's like, Gallifrey plus. And Gallifrey's like, all right then, because he's such a naughty boy, we'll give him a few more. It's good. It's a good, it's a good, the way it works out is a good storyline. Well, we will get there in eight years. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone get ready for that. It'll take like two, but yeah. Um, where are you at with the with the the post-regeneration craziness, always crashing the TARDIS stuff? Uh, I enjoy it. I, yeah. I I do like it. I like the erratic nature of it. It feels to, I don't know, to just completely change your body and become someone else and be like, Oh no, this is fine and nothing has gone wrong at all. It seems odd. It seems yeah. odd to just be like, well, carry on. I'm someone new now, which is how it I feel like that's often how it happened in the in the classic series. It was just like, oh, I'm Colin Baker now and everything's fine. <laughs> I'm another man with a transatlantic accent. Hello everyone, it's me. Yes. Oh sorry. Hello, it's me, the doctor. Hello. Yes, Hello. exactly. Um. So. So. Yeah. It seems. It seems. Uh, by the way, I don't know if it's because uh, I haven't watched Classic Who fully. Um. But. But. Yeah. It, it feels a bit odd to just be like, now everything's fine. So I like the erratic nature. I feel like they should get a little bit crazy and a little bit loopy and just not be fully, you know, cooked. Let him cook. Um. So yeah. <laughs> Very so, good. Like, me. <laughs> Very relevant and topical. <laughs> Just dated this episode. <laughs> you did, didn't you? You just stamped the date right on it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. No, well, we're already there. talking about something that happened in 2005, by the way. Yeah, but I've stamped it very specifically to this time period now, haven't I? <laughs> this episode is rooted in two dates. <laughs> Great. Very inaccessible stuff. Um, what else did you like about this Christmas special? It doesn't it, the, the 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 children in need one. Sorry, it doesn't go on too long, does it? No, it doesn't. I just I just really like the the little interaction between Rose. It really it sets up Rose's feelings throughout the uh, the Christmas special quite well because she's she's not a happy bunny really, and it, you know it makes sense. Like she's she's been with this guy for like uh, probably a year at this point or something she had lots well, of no, no one truly knows do they no <laughs> one truly knows hey time doesn't exist within the TARDIS Mickey so. does he's been fucking watching the clock we'll, we'll, we'll get to Mickey trust yeah. me <laughs> but like um, yeah it, it sets up how she's feeling quite well so I do like the the interactions between the Doctor and Rose there and you know and there's all the fun stuff about the Doctor like Having a look at his body, and he's like, "Oh, I've got a mole," and all that sort of stuff. It's uh, as we've fun. said many times. Often the writer's excuse to roast the actor, but with David Tennant's case, everyone was too scared because they were so happy with David Tennant as a get that he's they so were just handsome. like, "Yeah, yeah." David Tennant looks in a mirror and he's like, "Oh no, I'm I too." Think, I don't think David Tennant was a get in 2005. Oh no, probably not. To be honest, yeah. he's a he's a get now, precisely because of this. Yeah, but, like. <laughs> I don't think he was like a massive name or anything. I mean, in two, the biggest thing he'd done at this point was Harry Potter, and he spent the entire time being Brendan Gleeson. That's true, yeah. <laughs> so... And then at the end, being like, yeah, look at my tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but there's an element of like he looks in the mirror in this and he's like, oh, I've got too much sex appeal for. <laughs> I'm too handsome. Yeah, oh, my body is I too am. nice and in proportion. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah, what about you? Any other thoughts on this little special? Uh, I don't like it. I like the first half of it, or the first bit like of it. it. And I, everything after the theme, mm. I was like, nah, get rid of it. Don't like it. Fair enough. Fair just, enough. It just it doesn't feel like Ten and Rose, and I feel like it just it, it was a bit like. But it's it, not. It's not fully cooked ten yet, though, is it? Is and like... I and I love that. I I, yeah. I do like because I like that later on in the episode. Yeah. Um, in like the the in the Christmas invasion, but I just think it was it it does read very much like they went. You got six minutes to slot, and they went. We got five, and they went. Mm, we need six. Mm, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I do I do like the moment like where he he gets a bit pissed off though, and he's like, Nah, fuck it, let's just be erratic and let's let's <laughs> Christmas Day, let's f- open up these engines, let's fly this bitch home and stuff. That's what he says. Okay. When he goes, yeah. Let's open up these engines and fly this bitch home. A big old bitch, the Tardis. Let's get her out of here. Yeah, I like. Shall we? Shall we jump straight into the Christmas invasion? It's Christmas time, Lawrence. There's no need to be afraid. I was going to jump in with a mistletoe and wine, but you already left that station, so... No Cliff for me, thank you. (laughs) Is that that who it is? Yeah, Cliff Richard. Is he mistletoe and wine bloke? Yeah, I think he's mistletoe and wine. Who's the one at Christmas that everyone's dad is like, they died in a ski slope or something? Oh, that's uh, the Pogues, Fairytale New York. She died in a speedboat. Is that that the... That's the gross one, right? What do you mean? That's the one where they say nasty words. They say... Nathan! I'm gay, Lawrence. I can (laughs) say that. Oh, in that case, here I go. I'm going to say it too. You're not gay, Lawrence. You can't say that. And you will be cancelled for your crimes. It's true. So look, we are here. We're at the Christmas invasion. I was going to tell you to bleep it out. You're not editing. Never mind. Anyway. (laughs) Um, I love... A crash landing TARDIS. Oh, me too. It, what, what fun it is yeah. to to have this this beautiful machine, which usually just simply appears, and you know, there's no real fun. Look at me, to I've it. materialized. Just, yeah. Ooh, I'm I'm, so, I'm gonna tease you. Ooh, I'm slowly here. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So then, just suddenly, just <laughs> all right. <laughs> To just burst into life, it's knocking off the walls, it hits a Royal Mail van. Oh, there's all sorts of stuff going on. What fun. Even the people Every, the everyone in the power estate. estate is like, my yeah. wheelie bin. <laughs> that chameleon, uh, cir- not chameleon circuit, the, um, what's it called? The, um, Here's the chameleon circuit. The... No, not the chameleon circuit. The, um, the perception filter. Oh, that yeah. Percep- that perception filter is not working. Because the people at the power estate are fully noticing this yeah. out of control TARDIS. You know, like this, I see this bit of modern art that just pops up here every once in a while. It's, What's going on? In different places every time, too. Do Is this Banksy's to work? Do we used to have those in the 60s? No, yeah. don't worry about it. <laughs> Hang on, how's it come out the sky? What's going on? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll have a look at it now for this scene, then I'll ignore it. Yeah, I won't exactly. ask Rose or Jackie, who, are, who live opposite me, and I know very well what they think. It's London. No one talks to each other. That actually very good point. <laughs> yeah. Um what I quite like about this, um, which is a lie, what I don't like about this <laughs> okay. is how like they they bring it back to the power state. Mickey is being his mechanic self. Yes. Right? He is the TARDIS and he's like, Oh Rose, Rose is back, Rose is back. Uh, be fair, it's been like six months. No. 
I'm not. I'm done with it now. I'm not being fair anymore. They've he had a whole season. Her. Look, he loves her, Lawrence. He can't help it. Oh, he can and he should. You can't help who you fall in love with, Lawrence. And he, he can. is well and truly hung up on Rose. Um, this episode starts in my favourite way. And it's how I think every episode of Doctor Who should start ever. Oh, I knew um, you were going to bring this up. <laughs> with, with the absolute brilliant line. And I mean this. I'm not being sarcastic. I do genuinely love this. When... Um, the Doctor falls out the TARDIS. Obviously, it's the first time Jackie and Mickey have seen the 10th Doctor. They're used to Chris Eccleston. And they're like, what's going on here? And then he passes out. And they're like, who's he? Where's the Doctor? And then Rose says, that's him. That is the Doctor. And then Jackie, she gets her moment. She delivers a line where everyone's going to stand up and cheer. He says, <laughs> what do you mean that's the Doctor? Doctor who? And I stood up and I applauded. I was like, yep. yes, Jackie. Yes, play my, that theme song. My note says a Doctor Who quote right before the credits. A sting, Nathan. <laughs> I bet you are frothing. I was frothing so much, Lawrence. But it, it's just the it goes perfect with the sting. Just saying it does, Doctor it does. Who, and then just going. <laughs> so good. Do you know what I've always been a fan of? I've always been a fan of TV shows that have a sting yes. like that. Uh, where it doesn't jump straight into the title, like that's right. maybe that sounds like like so. It basically, I'm so saying the sting. The sting plays while they like they're still on screen. Yeah, and then they're, they're like a two yeah. second overlap of it. Yeah, fucking yeah, love yeah. that because you're like, oh, the theme song's coming, and then it's on screen. And you're like, dun, 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 dun. yes, <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. You know the wor the worst thing about the sting though, um, and and this is okay, a moment where I am okay jumping ahead because we won't necessarily discuss this when it comes up, but. During when season six came out, for some reason, for the DVD and Blu-ray release of season six, they they changed the intro. They changed the theme. Like there wasn't the usual theme with like the TARDIS flying through the vortex. For some reason, they added like a CW style narration oh, intro. I'm like, Amy Pond. Yeah, like yeah. I'm Amy Pond. And last night, my child, blah blah blah, and all this sort of stuff. But the worst thing about that was. It didn't have the sting, but the intros to the episode were set up to still have the sting. So, like, there'd oh, always no. just be this awkward, like, two to three seconds of silence at the end of every, <laughs> um, like, opening sequence where the sting was. Um, Get and your yeah. grubby American fucking hands off of yeah. my Doctor Who show. That that was famously the BBC America season. Um, Fuck's sake, yeah. But, but yeah, not, not good. Bad change. Um, well, look, speaking works. of interesting changes, Nathan. Yes. Jackie wants the Doctor to have a double willy. <laughs> she doesn't. She does. She, does. she doesn't want... All right, first of all, Jackie is iconic. I won't hear a bad word said about her ever, okay? Secondly, she doesn't want him to have a double willy. She's just <laughs> like... She's curious, Lawrence. She's she you know she's gonna be a little bit curious when there's a this stranger who she once tried to fuck is now just a little bit more sexy and handsome, and she's oh bloody hell, and he yeah. has two willies. <laughs> you never know. All right, okay. I've read Ao3. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, sorry, I've completely derailed the podcast with this stupid joke. You have. Um, listen, the Prime Minister, 
Oh, it's Harriet Jones. It is Harriet Jones. We get her returning. Yeah. Uh, Jackie's 18 quid up uh, a week, yeah. which is pretty solid. It's yeah. Fairly, it's fairly decent. It was fairly decent. I'd say it'd been £18 better off a week. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, good Good to see her back. Uh, good to see the, the line of um, uh, the Ninth Doctor's Britain's Golden Age kind of revisited. Yeah, it, it's something that kind of takes fruition in uh, mm. in this. Uh, we spoke a little bit in um, in that episode about how, well, I, when I spoke about how, um, like, I, I wasn't necessarily a fan of that just because it, it never truly paid off. Like there was there wasn't there wasn't anything like because um, like her career is over almost instantly, which is what happens here basically in the episode. And we, and we will discuss that. But but yeah, I don't know. It seemed a little strange to me. But yeah. that's not a fault of that's. Well, I mean, it kind of is a fault of this episode because this episode sets up her downfall. But I, I feel like it's more. But then again, I wouldn't say it's the fault of the last episode because it's not their fault they didn't follow through on that. So I don't know. What? what not not to before before we get kind of too into it. Um, I didn't even ask you. I was meant to. Uh, where are you? Like, where does this sit for you? Where are you at with it in terms of like episodes? Of, do you like it? Do you not like it? What what what's up? Um, I like it in the sense that I like all episodes of Doctor Who. Um, because it's Doctor Who and it's my favourite show and it's fun. It's yeah. not the most exciting episode. Um, it's not the most adventurous. It it can I think it makes some very strange choices. Mm. Um, and the plot doesn't necessarily make sense at times. There's some <laughs> things that don't quite connect. Um, but you know, it's fine. It's like it's nothing amazing though. Yeah, my not to, right, I think maybe this hit a bit harder for me because uh, we've just come off the back of some of the best Doctor Who that has ever been. It's true, yeah. In, in, the, the last, in Bad Wolf, Parting of the Ways. Um, the last episode was uh, was very good. Yeah, and so this <clears throat> this for me, and I kind of caught onto it halfway through. This, I think, this episode only really works if uh, if two restrict if two kind of requirements are met. One, you're it's excited Christmas. to see the new Doctor. Yeah, and two, yes. it's Christmas and the family's watching it together. And you're all a little bit drunk as well. Yeah, maybe you've been up since five a.m. Um, you're you're stuffed from your big Christmas dinner. Yeah, Room and, and you're like keen Brussels. to see this new fun actor do Doctor Who. Yes. You've never seen a regeneration before. It's your first time round with a new Doctor. Yes, I guess that's true. I guess for us, it doesn't necessarily have the shine of like, oh, yeah. what's he going to be like? Who who is this new Doctor? Um, what sort of a man is he? Will we find out? <laughs> we will, um, Nathan, in season fourteen or fifteen of the show. It's true, we will. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that's that's um, that is true. Um, but but yeah, at the time, I, I think it would have worked. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. It just there's something about this like... episode for me that I haven't seen this one in quite some time, and I was mm. I was watching. I was like, I'm quite bored through this one. I feel like they was also still finding their feet with the Christmas specials as well, because this is the first That's Christmas true. special ever. Yeah, the first ever Christmas special of anything, because there's never been a Christmas special before this. No, um, but. Yeah, so I feel like they were still finding their foot with that and trying to work in the Christmas stuff, which some of it doesn't necessarily make sense. Because, like, while I was watching this, I think I've seen this episode quite a few times, but during this rewatch, this is the first time when I was like, 
oh, the the whole stuff about like the pilot fish doesn't really work and connect to anything. Yeah. Because like it's it's nothing. The sic- yeah, the Sycorax it's they're clearly I mean they say they're part of the Sycorax, but they're not really, because like they don't have anything to do with it. They don't men- they don't know about the Doctor or Rose or Mickey, so like why are they sending these things after them? This this episode for me is and you're right it, they it is 100% them figuring out the christmas special nature of it cuz mm. and I'll read the note verbatim cuz I think it's exactly how it sums up how I feel um the episode is a lot of what if various christmas iconography became evil yeah yeah and it's and it's just like not great this episode it's just it's it, it is christmas iconography turned evil the episode yes my my big thing against it is it, I get why it's a doctor light episode but like, yeah. surely the only thing getting people turning on the TV at Christmas yes. was to see David Tennant. He fucking don't show up for half an hour. Yeah, well, he does, but he's scarce in it. He's he's still regenerating. He needs he needs time to process. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I do think you're right. I think it is quite an odd an odd choice um, that was made. What was your next point going to be? Uh, it was that the Doctor is in a dressing gown and pyjamas, meaning Jackie eventually did investigate whether he had two cocks or not. All right, first of all, <laughs> I don't like this joke that you insist on keep bringing up, okay, about him having two penises. Second of all, he was already in his pyjamas when she asked about that. Yeah, well, maybe she was like, I'll get everyone off the scent here. I definitely didn't check. So uh, maybe he does have two cocks. She, she figures Rose might know. She doesn't know what they get up to. You just don't know, is my point, Nathan. What a wonderful point that was, Lauren. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, an, an odd one. Um, an odd one all round. But I like that the Doctor has a, kind of a fail-safe wake-up restart button well, installed. Let's, well, before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about um, R- Rose being like back after after everything that's gone on. She has a nice little... They go to the market, her and Mickey. Um you have a nice little evening out before they get attacked by Santa. What are you thinking about yeah. that sort of stuff? What are you thinking about Mickey and Rose in this episode? I don't know if they're together or not. I thought this was done. <laughs> you see, yeah, I, I think you jumped the gun a little bit last week and were like, yeah, Mickey's a new man. He's he's walked away. He's gone, fuck you, bitch. But that's think, how the episode reads. I, I didn't jump the was, gun. I don't think it was. I don't think it was ever the case, Lawrence. <laughs> you might be projecting a little bit i just want to free mickey (laughs) from the shackles of this horrible relationship he's in look it's not a great relationship and even this episode even even christmas day man my man's cannot catch a break do you think do you think there's a moment when he realized what had happened to the doctor and then he was like and then when he realized oh this is now the doctor and he's younger and and no disrespect to christopher eccleston but a little bit more handsome and everything and he was just like oh for fuck's sake man <laughs> like yeah it wasn't bad enough <laughs> like and, and then uh, at the end like again not to jump ahead but like rose is um the doctor's like do you want to come with me and rose is like oh can i yeah and like mickey's just like he's right in front of my face man like yeah at least hide it uh but no yeah they're walking about at first i thought i hadn't jumped the gun i thought because it felt very much like Mickey being like, oh, you won't shut up about the bloody TARDIS, man. It felt like, you know, when like two exes get together after a while and they're like, they have the chemistry, but it's more playfully jokes. Yes. But uh, yeah, it felt like that. But then 
it just as more and more mm. went as it more and more went on, it feels like Mickey is just following Rose about. Look, <laughs> he's in love. He loves her, man. Yeah, but Look, he shouldn't love her, man. I know, I know, but he does. He loves. What do you, her. What do you think of Rose in this? Um, in this whole episode. Um, I have some thoughts. Well, I, I'm sure they're very sexist, but. <laughs> No, I just the entire ending of her season one arc was about her being like, "I'm gonna save the doctor. I'm not useless. Yeah, I'm 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 fucking capable of doing shit." Mm. And then in this one, she's like, "The doctor's having a nap. I can't do anything. We may as well just go and die in the TARDIS." Like it just the, it felt very regressive. I didn't I didn't like the because she actually like has a moment where she says like. Without him, she's useless or whatever. And there was yeah. never a moment like where that came back. She never got a chance to be like, "Oh no, I'm not. I'm actually quite good." It was yeah, just, if anything, the episode proved the point that yeah, she was useless. It just kind of came back and went, "Oh, now he's awake and the day is saved." And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's it. There was never anything that Rose actually. The, arguably, the biggest thing she did was hand him the sonic screwdriver at one point, and then get everyone into the TARDIS, and and that's really it. Um, which is a bit of a shame from a writing perspective, as like you say especially considering the last episode where where she did have like a, a big moment of taking things on herself yeah um it is a, a bit of a regression and a bit of a disappointment following on from that um i like the stuff though with her not dealing with it well though not dealing with the regeneration and and yeah. being confused that all makes sense for me from a character point of view because of of course this is gonna be a fucking shock and a change to her like like I say, she really built and developed a relationship with the Ninth Doctor. And, you know, we spoke often about their chemistry and how it built. And by the end of the season, they were, like, really fucking really good together. Um, so it, it is just going to be, like, literally losing someone. Like, she's literally yeah. lost him. Um, so it, it In makes terms of sense. their dynamic, the goalpost has just been set back to the Massively, beginning. massively shifted. And she is essentially just grieving her friend at this point. Um, so it does make sense, and I do like how she plays all that, which is all very good stuff. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, so you, Mickey and Rose are out shopping. Mm. Um, the they they get in their taxi, running away from the Christmas. What do you think uh, of the, the Santas, the the robot Santas? I'm fine with it. I don't mind a little trombone fire uh, flamethrower. I li I like it. It's a it is like you say, it's just Christmas iconography, like being like evil and stuff but it's fun there's something almost I, I'm, I'm tempted to say iconic about it but it's not because they've only appeared in like two christmas specials but there's something about those those like santas which just i don't know they just scream christmas doctor who for me like it's so well that they when they show up it is christmas doctor who yeah and... but again that only happens twice but still it's it, it seems like such a big part of it considering it didn't happen that much really yeah, I know. I know what you mean. It it does sometimes feel like they're they're quite iconic. Yeah, they, they are what springs to mind. But then also remember, this was a massive fucking moment in Doctor Who. It's true. Yeah, like this episode was massive. Yeah, yeah. Um, at back in its day, so maybe that's maybe there's a part to play in. Like it probably was put in every magazine ever. It's probably in every promotional. Yeah, that's image. that's true. Actually, I am probably thinking a lot more about the promotional stuff for it because boy, you can fucking pick up a radio times without just seeing <laughs> this everywhere. 
Yeah, it's outraged. The deal they had with Radio Times back in the day still goes on, man. To this day, it still goes on. Yeah, that's where all of the Doctor Who budget went. Uh, (laughs) The Radio Times. Ninety-nine percent is Radio Times promo, and the rest of it is like, right, we got to pay David Tennant out of this. What we got? A couple of quid. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Dave, David, we'll buy you lunch for a season. How's that sound? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, So the Doctor has a wake-up button. Yeah, he He has. It's not a wake up button. I'd say it's more of a a defense thing, really. More of very a... cheesy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so is Doctor Who. <laughs> the whole thing's cheesy, mate. <laughs> I know. I maybe I'm just dealing with the tonal whiplash of ending of season one and starting of this. I I'm so excited to get to um to do the waters of Mars and then do the end of time part one because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so yeah. excited for that. That's going to be so much fun for me. Yeah, that, that will be good. I don't, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the so the Christmas tree is going to kill everyone. Uh, Mickey's fighting it back with a wooden chair. Um, good on Mickey. You, you, so you always famously hate the Sonic X Machina, don't you? You, you hate the Sonic oh, Screwdriver. Wow, so much in this. Uh, <laughs> And the one time it was used in this episode, you you also hated it, did you? It's just it's just it's, he may as well have thrown a grenade at it. Like it just is. I'll, fucking, be, I'll it, be fair. The, uh, of all the ones we've seen so far, I don't agree with all your Sonic X Machina tastes takes. Um, but this was very much just yeah, the Sonic will save the day for no reason. Look, if if it was this apparent. The Doctor didn't even need to wake up. Rose could have just used it. Well, she doesn't know all the settings. Oh, she knows there's a <laughs> setting, though, doesn't she? Because everyone... To... <laughs> I know there's a fucking setting for it. Yeah, but how does she get there? With the one of the two buttons on it. No, there's more. <laughs> David listens to it. He knows. <laughs> oh, he knows, does he? Good. Well, I'm glad... Look... Actors doing creative <laughs> things with very, very basic limited props is not an excuse, Nathan. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, I had the toy. It had two buttons and one slidey thing. Well, you're wrong. No, I'm not. You know I'm not. Um, Harriet Jones, there is an act of parliament blocking an autobiography of her being published. I liked that. That was a a fun joke. Um, Fucking great, yeah. (laughs) It makes sense as well. (laughs) I'd be like, um, no, we're not publishing this because you just spill state secrets. (laughs) So, yeah, we're... We're not going to let this be published. <laughs> I I love the idea that Harriet Jones would write it as she speaks. So like she she would be like, look, you'd read it and it'd be like, I woke up that one morning. If you uh if you if if you don't mind, and I'm about to regale you with a tale. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you if if you if you if you if you pardon the exposition, allow me to set the scene for you a moment. Just very like a lot of these weird inserts into conversations out of like sheer politeness. But she does she does tell the president to suck shit, which is fucking which is fantastic. She does. Um, this this in the early days, I feel like the show was sneaking quite a few just uh, subtle little fuck yous to America um, and the UK. They call the royal family inbred. Do they? <laughs> yeah. In this episode, yeah, when she, not not outright, but they say oh, the blood they make thing? a point of yeah the blood thing. They make a point of being like uh. all the re- all the members of the royal family are on the roof because they all fuck each other or something. Oh, okay, <laughs> I I never put that together until now. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I guess that's um, uh, <laughs> a far a far Chris cry Stewart. from the uh, from the the 
the Titanic crashing and big Queen Elizabeth going, yes. bye, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor. Um, yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I'm just reminded of Chris Eccleston's famous Instagram post. Oh, the parasite in her hat or something, isn't it? <laughs> parasite in chief in her silly little hat. And someone commented like, oh, not cool, man. And he's like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Someone was like, someone was like, "Come on, Chris," and he was like, "Get fucked." Or oh, I love that man so much. Nathan and I are not royalists. If you're new to this show, no. um, so any chance to dig out the royal family is very funny to us. We'll take it. Uh, um, we will. Uh, what was I going to say? Fuck. Um, sorry about Harry Jones. Um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, I'll know. Probably... I don't. I don't think I'll ever get tired of this silly little joke. The um, yes, we know who you are, or yes, I know who you are. Joke. It's it's great, and it, it never. I don't know. It's repeated a lot, but I don't think it ever gets tiresome. I like it. Nah, it's very because it knows what it is, and yeah. no one. It's never like a long point in the scene. It's yeah. just like Harriet Jones, and someone's like, yeah, yeah, I know who you are. Even the Daleks, man. Yeah, even yeah. the Daleks know who she is. So of course, she's yeah. she's she's she led Britain into its golden age or something <laughs> for two weeks or however long it was. Um, yeah, no, I I love that um, Torchwood reference number two. So, uh, yes, yes, Torch, Torchwood are like well and truly established by this point, and this is actually the start of it it building up because in season one we had Bad Wolf. Which was mm. a, a reoccurring motif, a reoccurring word that came up throughout the season. In season two, it's very much Torchwood. Um, so this is the first kind of sprinkling of that, um, yeah, and a, and a build up towards the finale. So, so yeah, that's that's fun to see. Yeah, good stuff, and it does obviously pay off a little bit in this episode um, with how the Sycoraxa dealt with, which we'll get to. Yes, um, yes, um, but the the whole blood magic thing, though. Um, like even even though the way it pays off like there's nothing to it which which is quite funny hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. In itself. But it it was pretty scary. Like imagine just like fucking hmm. forcing everyone just to the edge of a building and just being like, "Oh, we'll make them jump." That's that's pretty good. I liked that. It it is like one of the reasons why Torchwood Children of Earth works so well. Yes, there is there is nothing scarier than an alien race that comes in and their method of invasion is to just divide and conquer the entire population of the Earth. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like just splitting them off into factions and being like, we're straight up going to kill that lot. Then yeah. half of you are going to be grieving. So you're down to a third of your fighting capacity. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, just very, very interesting. That's that's the great thing in this, and I and I love the Doctor Whoism that it's like Torchwood's the place where Jack's like, I'm gonna have to murder my niece or something or whatever the fuck nephew, um, nephew, grandson, um, or is it his granddad? Who knows? <laughs> grandson. Yeah, I don't know. The Jack's family tree is fucked beyond belief. It's not um, really. <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> but they've all got little code names, haven't they? They're all like, have they? I don't know. They're not not names, but like, yeah, it's his grandson or not his. I don't know. Well, no, it's just that he has a daughter, but they call her his sister because of because of the fact that Jack doesn't age. That makes more sense. Yeah. Or is she his granddaughter? I have no idea. She might be his granddaughter. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, that's for torture to deal, to deal with. We're, we're we'll trying get to, to unpack that this show. We'll get to that in ten years. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just think it's a really interesting aspect that they, yeah, you just take a portion of the population and you go deal with this. Yeah, but they can't. And you though. can't. The, but they can't either. Like the sicker yeah. can't though. Like it's 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 just a, like a. A little bit of smoke and mirrors, really. There's, it's tomfoolery. It yeah. is. It's, it's silly goose behaviour. There's there's nothing to it. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, I like I like the way that worked out as well. Um, yeah. I, I love the moment um, when the Doctor does wake up and he's having a little have a, having a look at the pilot fish and seeing what's going on, but then the regeneration starts going wrong again, and Jackie just absolutely <laughs> kills it. Um, oh, great scene! Yeah, yeah when, when he's just trying to say what he needs, and she's just listing off every fucking thing under the sun. Um, oh, so good, so good, and all one take, man. She got the, all the way through yeah. that, man. So good, and it's and and you see, like, they're a great comedic pairing because David Tennant is as good of a performer. Where like he doesn't say a word in it in that Jackie monologue but looking at his eyes he's just like shut the fuck up right he, now <laughs> David Tennant can really match uh, Camille Cord- Camille Cordy I think that's the name uh, he, he can really match Jackie's energy in, in a yeah. really good way Chris could match it but like in a different way they had a different dynamic where he yeah. was more like uh, like in, in with Jack in particular, he was more like calm and snarky really but like yeah. with 10 he can get just as as like hyperbolic and, and and as hyperactive as she does, really. And yeah, they, he's he's the, goofy. Yeah, exactly. He's a silly goose. At, at the end of this, they all they all like. This is not to jump ahead. Mm. This is just to talk on your point. They all have a. They all do a big hug when the that doctor was, saves the day. And that I'm was like, nice. Picture nine doing that. Y- yeah, that was a really nice moment. I really enjoyed mm. that hug. That was sweet. I, I liked it too, and then Harriet Jones genocided people. Um, <laughs> Great, <laughs> yeah. No, look, I. So anyway, the Doctor, um, they're they're all on the Tardis. Uh, the yes. Rose, Rose is like, the Doctor's unwell. I can't believe he'd do this to me. I'm uh, useless. Let's all go to the Tardis. Yes. Um, and then Jackie's like, I'm going to go get some some tin peaches or something. And she leaves. The Sycorax teleport them up to the ship. We were robbed of Jackie not being on that ship, I think. We absolutely were. You take the most <laughs> funny, situational, comedy-capable fucking character actor yeah. out of the scenario. Why? You imagine if Jackie had been on that ship? She'd have, she'd have give the, the secret acts a few choice words, man. Exactly! and yeah. that's the, But that's what... That's what you need when the doctor isn't on the screen. Yeah, you do. You need you need the Jackie there to 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 be a stand-in for that energy, really. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because when the doctor does come into the scene, 
it's a totally different energy and you're yeah. fun and you're on board with it. But before that, it's just two nerds that are like, no, you listen here, Sycorax. And he's like, no. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And then he that does. That is true. It, it, it is a shame that she got left behind, to be honest. But that's Jackie. <laughs> I have a note that says, oh no, a spaceship full of replicated Sycorax cardboard cutouts. But it looks like shit, man. <laughs> it looks like us. <laughs> it looks like... I tell you, one thing I've noticed, the bigger your TV gets, the worse Doctor Who looks. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like 2005 Doctor Who. <laughs> because like, yeah. this is 480p. It's it's all got filters and shit because it looks like shit or whatever. It's, <laughs> it, uh, it does not look great on a bigger TV, man. It's, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. And it's like... Yeah, just just I like it when the show does high concept stuff. Yeah. But like high concept, Satellite 5 was high concept, but yeah. it could be shot in a basement. It's true. This cannot be. No. And it's to the point where like David Tennant's face is turning around and like half of his nose is green screened out. And oh, I'm really? just like, "Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a one-off shot in the middle of the sword fight." Oh. The sword it's fight very very gross. The sword fight was very much shot like <laughs> very much like oh we're on a spaceship in the sky, but obviously we're not. So we'll we'll just film it from like the ground up. We'll 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 get the cameraman to just lay on the ground and just yeah. point the camera up at the actors, <laughs> so you can't see where we're standing. <laughs> so, but look, we're in the sky. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was not great. Um, yeah. I'm not afraid to say it. An ugly setting. Yeah, yeah, it didn't look great. Even like, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but like the and again, we can't crit critique this too much. We, we sorry, we need to get that on t-shirts. We're jumping ahead a little bit. <laughs> we really do. Um, I don't like critiquing this too much because again, it's it's 2005. CG was already pretty shit then, and the budget on this show. Uh, was, was budget mentioned? <laughs> budget, I need a budget button. Yeah, <laughs> the budget obviously it, it wasn't fucking huge or anything, but just like when he gets his arm, when he gets his arm cut off, it just looks so bad. It's it's literally like when you just, ball your fist. It literally just like when you when you like used to pretend to your mates that you got your hand cut off and you just like ball your fist up inside your sleeve. It's just what it looked like. You, you know the you know the night sketch from Monty Python. Oh, tis but a, but tis but a scratch but, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. At least they had like a ketchup squirty blood thing. Yes. This is the most bloodless loss of limb I've ever seen in my life. Well, it's Doctor Who. You're not gonna get a big fucking gory scene. I don't need to see a gush, but at least cover it with a giving me a close up of his dry sleeve. Yes, with no hand. You don't even see a hand falling. Or anything, no. you just see, or just his empty sleeve, and then the yeah. sword falling to earth, and and the doctor has like his reaction to it. It's not like oh motherfucker. It's it's yes. like oh you cut my hand off, bloody hell, bloody hell, yeah. Mate. yeah, yeah. The, 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 like there was there was no pain. Well, I I guess the no pain thing makes sense, but yeah, I don't know. It seemed seemed uh, not odd, just bad. Yeah, basically just bad. That's that's my thing. <laughs> just a, um, a bad way of doing it, really. But I I do like the the moment where ten, there you know he he steps into it because he's not been in most of the episode. But then he gets yeah. his moment. He comes out through the Tardis doors and he gets his moment to shine really and let us all 
uh, get a taste of what this doctor is going to be um and yeah it's fun you, you you do get a good sense of the 10th doctor i like the moment where he's like you know from the day we arrived on this planet and bleakingly <laughs> stepped into the sun and it's like oh no that's lion king sorry that's yeah. a good that's a good bit of fun i like that it's a good bit of, i like that his mind is still just a bag of cats like yeah. it's just spewing stuff yeah yeah he doesn't have a clue just like yeah no i i like that um it, and it's very much um i don't know if you noticed this uh we spoke at length um <clears throat> about some of the horror or tension building moments in season one yes um where they they do the trick they do the are you my mummy recording then it's suddenly not a recording oh yeah they do the typewriter text thing yeah but then suddenly there's no one on the typewriter yeah um and in this you get the the tardis starts translating for everyone really well which done. is a sign that the doctor is not having a nap i guess <laughs> Well, well, it is this time, but yeah. Yeah, I, lo I love how it, I, I can imagine in other scenarios that aren't aired or aren't in episodes, Ro the Doctor's like, you can handle this one, Rose. I'm going to just go for a nap quickly. And she's like, no, can you not? Because I have no fucking idea what anyone's saying when you're asleep. Because like, the TARDIS just stops for some bizarre reason. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. She goes outside and people are like, googly, googly, googly. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, um, I, I, I do like the way that translation thing was done, though. I thought, I thought it was quite well done. The way yeah. that it just slowly like became English and that sort of stuff. That was. Yeah. And, then, and you like, don't notice it for a second. You don't know. And then he's like, hold on, you're fucking speaking English. Yeah. yeah. That's good I mean, it's 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 easier to not notice it when the actor playing like the Sycorax leader is, is talking, but he's like, speaking like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. Yeah, it's a lot easier to not pick up that you speak. But then the guy just like cap. In case you didn't get it, for the dads that are, I don't know, a few ports down on Christmas Day, uh, I don't know. Harriet Jones's fucking nerd next to her is is, is like that's English. He's speaking yeah. English. I'm like, thanks, mate. <laughs> thanks. I too speak it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I'm quite good at it actually. <laughs> I'm quite good at hearing it sometimes. Um, but yeah, what do you think of the uh, the sword fight and um, the doctor regrowing an arm and all that sort of stuff? I like. I, I do like that at this point the doctor is basically invincible. So he's like, "Yeah, let's have a sword fight. Why not? I can't lose." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Fuck you, go on then." Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I like. I like the sword fight. I. I can. That's a reason I can excuse the sword fighting in Doctor Who because the Doctor's like, this is an unwinnable gambit for you. Yeah, I do. However, hate it. In what respect? Just <laughs> in the respect in that one. Yeah. No. Firstly, it looks like shit. It does look like shit. Secondly, there's a reason it's... it looks like shit, and it's mostly budget. But yes. Yeah. But the, just the, I don't know. I just little things like the Doctor seems to be taking it so seriously. Like Rose is like comes into help him and he's like don't you'll forfeit the challenge and we'll lose the planet like yeah you're not following that rule anyway <laughs> why are you giving up why are you pretending that this combat and then he goes in and he's like by the ancient decree of combat and it's like what yeah <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna tell all these nerds to fuck off anyway <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know it, it felt very i don't know I, and i and tell me if i'm wrong um, because I got this impression and I may be just overthinking it and overreaching because I'm not the biggest fan of the episode but I think it was desperately trying to in the new era of Doctor Who I think it was desperately trying to cater to sci-fi audiences in general there's a sword fight 
The Doctor yeah. is in his pajamas, which is the famous Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy thing. They even say that in the episode. Yeah, and I, I feel like it Very was trying to be like. Yeah, I feel like it was trying to just be like, this is reminiscent of stuff that you liked, dads. Please don't turn off. Um, I don't think so. No, I don't get. That. I didn't necessarily get that sense. Fair. Sword fight. Well, to I'm, me just, does... I'm just gonna go and kill myself. <laughs> okay, great. Um, <laughs> a sword fight to me doesn't necessarily scream sci-fi. That's not the first thing I would think of in sci-fi. Oh, not sci-fi, I guess, but more like fantasy. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a weak point. I don't know. It just felt to me like they were trying to cast a net of. of I mean, they're uh... always trying to do that. It's. Christmas specials in particular are more broad appeal, more widespread because everyone will watch it. That's true. Because it's just on, isn't it? It's what you do on Christmas Day. You do watch anything that's on on Christmas Day. You'll have your Nana over there. She'll never seen an episode of Doctor Who in her life. And they'll be like, Nana, let's watch Doctor Who. And she'll be like, what's that? She's like, I'm happy to do whatever you would like to do. And she looks around at the family and smiles as she passes away due to her age. Oh, okay. It's, my Christmas day is dark now. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing a joke about Alzheimer's, but somehow yours was darker. <laughs> uh, have you ever considered that the reason that Ten might like big flowy coats is because his, verse, his first adventure was in a dressing gown? No, and that's a stupid point. <laughs> oh, fuck off, it's a good point. <laughs> Why is that a good point? Because he's in his dressing gown. He's flowing about. So it's, it's comforting for him. He'll have doctors in just ripped clothes for his entire first adventure. He doesn't then just wear rags for his the rest of his life. No, I just like it. I think it's it's the first thing he wore that wasn't Christopher Eccleston's, and I think he found a fondness for long, flowy coats. Hey, you may be right. It's, it's canon. So. I'm saying it now. Well, canon to you, maybe. but Yeah, it's my head canon. <laughs> not to me. I will never what accept do you... it. What do you think of the very crucial button in the Sycorax ship that disassembles half of the floor? <laughs> yeah, but no about this. I was like, what? Why use this button? Why build thing? it? Why build this button which just destroys or just like uh, retracts this very specific portion of the edge of the ship? It seems so strange. And how did the doctor know that was there? How did he know that's what that button did? The, do- the doctor knows everything. Yeah, he can walk true. in and be like, I recognise this science from the ancient blah, 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 of fuck you and yeah, whatever. That's, like... that's true. It was, it was so strange, though. It was such a weird... That that was very... That was... that. See, a lot of people will... A lot of criticisms and a lot of people will say, oh, that's lazy writing when something doesn't necessarily... When they just don't like something, really, mm. like it's yeah. a, it's a nothing criticism. They'll just say, "Oh, that's lazy writing," but not really. You just didn't like it. That's yeah. lazy writing. Yeah, that <laughs> is lazy writing. That is yeah. the fucking textbook definition <laughs> of lazy writing. <laughs> it, we speak a lot about like certain like do something juices or yes. big bomb buttons and stuff like that. That's that's kill Sycorax button. Yes, that, that's what it is. That is just a hundred percent. Oh, there's a button and it just got rid of him. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Also, if it's his ship, I would maybe just not stand there. <laughs> yeah. Call maybe. me crazy, but I would avoid that portion of the ship. <laughs> oh, we're on that very specific portion, which can retract to the touch of a button. Maybe. Not marked by the way. <laughs> yeah. Not marked either. I'll just, I'll just stay here. Um, yeah and uh, a very odd moment to be sure um but hey no second chances 
no, he's that sort of a man. And at the end of every Christmas day, there's a Satsuma. What? <laughs> it's a thing. Satsuma. Satsuma's a very... Uh, there's always... Oh, is this the Chris Dingle thing? No, Chris Dingle's Easter, isn't it? Oh, fuck it. I'm not. Is that the the orange with like, the sweets in it and stuff? I think, yeah, an orange where you like fucking ram a knife and a candle in it or something. Yeah, I think that's an Easter thing. I don't know. I'm not religious. Um... But no, yes, Satsumas is very Christmas tradition. We, we, I remember my mum, um, we always had stockings, which would, you know, you'd get like selection boxes and, cho- and chocolates and chocolate coins and stuff in them. But we'd always yeah. get a few Satsumas in there as well. Because nice Not for Christmas. me. Never heard of it. So maybe I'm the weird one. You are the weird one. That's, that's very much a Christmas tradition. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, then that's, that's fine. I apologize <laughs> to Russell... However, you did write a segment of the ship that just disappears. Uh, so you're stupid and I'm not. Uh, but anyway, all that very, to say, Nathan... You sound very it, defensive there. <laughs> look, all that to say, you agree with Harriet Jones and genocide in general. No, I do not. Tell us how you feel. I don't like it. Oh, yeah, I think it's extremely unnecessary and, again, leads to the part of the Harriet Jones storyline which I don't like, which is just... Oh, there's not really a golden age, and I'm a terrible person. I I like no, I do like what it kind of says about like never trust politicians because yeah. even the good ones, some are not quite right. So yeah. don't don't trust the government kids. I do like that, and don't trust the government because they will fuck you over. Um, mm. but but yeah, I don't know. You can kind of see her throughout the episode. They're very, very careful in how they deploy Harriet Jones because whenever she typically steps up, it's to say I'm in charge. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and I, and I, I look. Whilst I, I think it's cleverly written because whilst I absolutely agree with the point that sometimes the doctor isn't there, yeah, and something has to be done. One of my favorite fucking moments in this entire Doctor Who universe is the home video Gwen makes in Children of Earth. Yeah, another um, one. Where she's like, Jack always told us about the Doctor, and if he's up there, then he can fuck himself, because this is going on and he's not helping or something. No, no, um, that's not what she says. She says she's wondering why... why some, She used to wonder why sometimes he's not there, and then she says, and now she knows, because sometimes the Doctor must look upon this world in shame. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Great, and then she sees great him stolen Earth, and she's like, he's quite sexy, isn't he? <laughs> Again, the tonal whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, but one of my favourite things to explore is that like, yeah, sometimes the Doctor mm-hmm. just isn't there and shit goes wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. And well, he can't be everywhere, but yeah. No, but then also like, it's unfair of how it, like, they're dead. They're dead if the Doctor's not there. They they are, yes. And, and I do understand that point, but the day was one. They yeah, were going was, home. Yeah. It, they were... They were retreating. They were going home. It's just a needless kill. Um, yeah. It's to say we won definitively. Yes, exactly. But yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck her. Yeah, I, I would agree. Fuck her. She's, I do she's like the, the I do like the um, the don't you think she looks tired moment? Bit of fun. Mm. Um, the way that kind of like leads to the downfall, which I, I think it could just. I don't know if this was necessarily the intention, but you can probably link to um, kind of the misogyny um, throughout everything, really, especially in politics, mm. really. Just like uh, a female pr- prime minister brought down because, oh, she doesn't 
look as well as she should, really. Is anyone saying yeah. that about the male prime minister? I don't know. Yeah, no, when, when, when fucking... When Boris is running around and Rishi's running around doing a hundred jobs and then running the country badly, I might yeah. add at the same time. It's like, well, you know, they have a lot of pressure. You know, yeah. you know, it's a it's a big job. You know, someone's gotta do it. And then when any woman does it, Theresa May like barely struggles to get a deal on Brexit, everyone everyone's like, She's useless and she needs to die. <laughs> yeah. And look, to reiterate, I think they're all fucking terrible people. Yes. I think they're all deserving of a very nasty fate. Not fans of the Conservative Party in this podcast. Nor the no, Labour Party at the moment, but that's a whole other issue. Um, uh, <laughs> to, to speak to the episode, politicians suck in general. Yes, they They're do. They're all bad people and liars. Yes, they are. Especially the ones that tell you they're not. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm yes, one of the good ones, he said. As he slowly sifted money into a charity that funded hatred. Have we alienated our entire audience, Lawrence? Well, we did Americans last season, so yes. now we're focusing on British people. Yes. Great. Well, Conservative smell, pass it on. <laughs> Let's get rid of them all. Um, Lawrence, you love the TARDIS interior, the 9th and 10th Doctor's TARDIS interior. Woo! You think it's the best ever. Did you love when they just put a few racks of clothes in there? <laughs> We're like, oh, this is a wardrobe now. <laughs> I did like it. Uh, I, I've got a note that says the TARDIS wardrobe uh, is fantastic and what an excellent selection he makes, an outfit that we all enjoy on this podcast. Incorrect. That is not the case. <laughs> no, actually, no. No, I, I, actually, that is correct. I do enjoy it. I just don't enjoy it as much as the, his uh, beautiful blue suit, which is... Oh, the, the mm, fucking Ronald McDonald clown fucking just, combo that he wears <laughs> later on. Not the case at all. Um, but... Nice bl bright blue suit with big red fucking shoes. Ugly. Oh, yeah, as opposed to his big brown uh, ugly suit and then just big white trainers out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, ugly. nice. No, very nice and color neutral. It is. It is a nice suit. It's just not as nice as beautiful blue suit. Um. So there we go. Well, look, Mickey has his twentieth acceptance scene that Rose is never coming back. <laughs> um. So that's good news. Um. When does this end? Um. More. Yeah, it kind of doesn't. Really. Um. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> there'll be like, there'll be a few more moments of like. She cucks him, doesn't she? With replacement doctor. She, she, he's not a replacement doctor. He's the doctor, but eh, he's a replacement doctor. He's Rose's spare doctor. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the tenth doctor in general because he's. Oh just no no nine. no! The doctor Donna doctor. I see what you're saying. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the doctor's does. like, I can't but... have this one running around. There's bloody two of me, Rose. Go and shag this one. But I think even I think Mickey and Rose had long broken up by that point, though. Because yes, yeah, but I think that in, every week he was in the the other Earth with her at that point, but she'd been. I don't know. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. It's it's a whole fucking issue. But yeah, hey, he look. fucks off in halfway through season two, doesn't he? He's like, I'm gonna stay because my nan's here or something. He does. I like. Christmas dinner is cute. I like, I like, I like this team. I like this gang. I'd love it if these were all companions together. I'd love yeah. it if it was Rose, 
Jack, not Jack. Well, yeah, throw Jack in there. But Rose, Mickey, Jackie, that's what I was meant to say. Not Jack, Jackie, um, and the the Doctor. I'd look, that'd be a great team, exploring yeah. everything together. They should have done that. Um, but yeah, I like them all hanging out. I love the hug, like we said earlier. And then there's the moment in the snow, and just the, the really sweet button on the end of it is when uh, the 10th Doctor says, when they're like picking out where they're going to go, and then he says it's going to be fantastic. That was just a really, a really mm. nice moment, I thought. Just a really sweet, I'm, it's still me moment. Yeah, I, li- I like that as well. <clears throat> it's, it's kind of like a reassuring thing for Rose, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, um, and I, I would be remiss if we got through this entire episode without <laughs> mentioning the return of our queen, my queen specifically, the American. Oh, news silly anchor. us! Yeah, she's back, Lawrence, my favorite <laughs> Doctor Who character, American news anchor lady, is back. She's great. I just. All I remember from her, like, not in this episode specifically, but just such a vivid quote I remember her saying in at least one episode. Just going, <laughs> experts are calling it the end of the world. Yes, it's true. Hey, and there are several occasions into which that can apply. Um, yeah. This possibly being one of them. And hey, have we, have, we must have spoken before about her, her, her crazy career stretch, right? We, we have, yeah. The, her career does build as um as as the show goes on and and we were were i'm i for one am very excited uh to follow it because hey she's a queen and uh, do you think she filmed them all at once well no because it was over multiple seasons yeah so but that's if, what i'm saying is do you she think has, she like if she has multiple in a season then yes yeah, certainly yeah uh, do you think maybe do you think maybe she's like they put her in some like different haircuts and different costumes and we're like say a bunch of random stuff about aliens and the ending of the world well no they probably had a script or just multiple lines yeah wow these aliens are here i mean they probably gave her a script the weather do you know how things work no i don't (laughs) press the button (laughs) do you know how tv they don't just say oh just say whatever that's fine I, do you know, I saw the funniest complaint I saw once was on a YouTube comment of uh, the re-upload of David Tennant's regeneration into Matt Smith. Yeah. Um, and, and someone saying, like, it was something along the lines of like, obviously this will be not verbatim, but it was something along the lines of like, fuck the BBC, I can't believe they get rid of my favourite fucking actor as the Doctor. He's the best Doctor there ever was. He even says at the end, I don't want to go. Clearly, obviously telling BBC people that he doesn't want to leave the show, but they fired him for Matt Smith, who is bad. And it was like, no, it was a script. It was a line. <laughs> the doctor said, I don't want to go. David Tennant did want to go. He wanted to go and do other things like Jessica Jones. Well, he, he kind of didn't want to go. He wanted to go. Yeah, I don't think he did. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, ah! <laughs> little tease. <laughs> no, he, yes, he, he wanted to go. And he made, he didn't, he wasn't like, oh, I want to go. I've, I hate this show. He was never, yeah. he was never like that. He was just like, it's time to move on and do other stuff, but he he still I well I think there there's a hundred percent a scenario where David Tennant has been playing Doctor Who for the last fucking fifteen years and having the time of his life. Like I think he he if it wasn't an issue for him, like moving on with his career, if he didn't want to focus on his career and his family, I'd I'd say that's definitely a plausible scenario. Until I think, like we I think all you misheard his him. final famous line, which was "I want to go." <laughs> Great, great. Well. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Anyway. <laughs> we end up!
This is everyone's favorite segment of the show where we take a moment to reflect and discuss some of the weird, wonderful, and grubby little characters who cross our screen each and every week in this silly little show. Um, should I go first? You go first? Who's going first this week, Lawrence? Well, I definitely have one, but I'd love to hear what you have okay, to say. Okay, great. So you don't have one. Um, <laughs> so in the intro, I always mention how... The weird over the week you know it's it's a moment for us to discuss the characters on our screen mine's a little different this week um because oh. my weird over the week doesn't appear on screen um oh. my weird over the week is russell t davies Lawrence. oh my goodness a meta weirdo <laughs> of the week yes is it because yes. of what he did with Mickey and who Mickey ends up with? No, it's not. <laughs> um, fuck's sake! I fucking hate you for bringing that up. <laughs> um, I gotta find a way to cut around all of that. <laughs> um, no, it's not Lawrence. Um, my weirdo of the week. Well, it's it's Russell because, um, and we and we did touch upon this very briefly, but I was I was I don't know if you noticed how I didn't really engage and I just kept to myself a little bit when we were discussing this but it's a very odd choice to have an episode of doctor who where we're introduced to a brand new doctor and everyone's excited to tune in and see who this doctor is and how they act and to see this young handsome man take on the role and to see how they will will interpret the part and interact with the characters we know and then just have him in bed for the entire episode <laughs> and not do anything with him until like the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, a very strange choice in, in my Considering opinion. it's a longer episode as well. Exactly. It's an hour long this episode, which means for like pretty much a full length of a, do a regular Doctor Who episode, he's just out of action. Um, Do you reckon they were like Russell? We have to put him in at some point, and the, Russell's like, "No, we need longer of no Doctor, <laughs> and then we'll show him at the end." But we have to make the episode longer. Then they have to wait that long. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. But yes, I thought I thought it was quite a an odd choice. Um, so yeah, that's why Russell is in the title of weirdo for this week. Very nice. Um, well, I definitely wasn't yawning as I said that. He um, wasn't. No, it is true. Uh, so my weirdo of the week, Nathan, uh, is someone Great. Okay. That, that appears in this episode. Oh, you do have one. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. They are in... I, I think you could argue that they're in a scene or two. Do you actually have one or are you still just trying nah, to think I'm of it? I'm stalling, I'm stalling. Oh, it's too dick God. Jackie. It's Jackie who loves the Doctor's Willy or something. That's, oh, that's my fuck. one. Okay. Or it's Mickey's mechanic friend who doesn't question why Mickey hears an abstract noise and then goes, oh, and just runs out of the fucking room. I don't know what, was it called a room where they fix cars? A garage. He's really looking at me, everyone. He's giving me a really nasty look. It's because he approves of Harriet Jones's crimes. Oh no, now he's giving me an even harder stare. <laughs> Stop it, say something. 
Weirdo of the Week! And that was Weirdo of the Week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, phoned it in this time round, everyone, but it's yes, okay. Yes, because you never do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a one-off, I'm sure. Mm. Um, yes, um, did you happen to watch the um, Coming Soon trailer? Uh, I went to watch it and I was like, I'll watch one of these. And then it was just the whole season two next time thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I did. I switched it off at that point because I was like, I want to just go in. I, there were certain episodes I don't remember of season two that well. So I was like, I don't want to see anything. Mm, okay. Well, I'm excited for things to come. I'm excited to moisturize someone next week. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> it's Cassandra. She's back. Sorry, I'm not You're in really weird thing. moods now, aren't you? I'm in a silly mood. You're in, you're in your... You're just... You're not answering questions seriously. You're just... <laughs> Making doing silly riffs all the time. I don't like it. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I'm trying to seriously engage and talk to you, and you're just like, "What if a cat was Doctor Who or whatever?" <laughs> that is what happens. But that's in season three. I mean, there's cats in the very next episode. Oh, but... there is. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, oh, we been... done. All right. Well, yeah, we we always do we uh, weirdo of the week. I was about to say Wizards of Waverly Place. We always do Fuck. Wizards of Waverly Place, and then we wrap it up. That's how we do Fucking it. Fucking hell! What a mess this is. Right, <laughs> go away. Uh, next uh, week we are back. We are back Mondays 10 a.m. Uh, give us a follow. We are on Twitter at Still Got Legs Pod. Engage with us. Tell us what you're excited about. Uh, and who was Tell someone us. that wrote to us, Nathan? What happened there? Oh, um, yes. Um, mentioned this on another Happy Pod, but then realised, oh, they probably didn't listen to that. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I was just saying, on we mentioned on that episode that this week someone listened to the entire season one of, of the show. They mentioned it on Facebook. Um, I think it was Dion Evans? Dion Evans? I f- forgive me. Um, I'm not sure... On the pronunciation of your name. Yeah, Dion Evans. Dion Evans. I, again, I do apologize. But shout out to that legend. Um, he listened to the entire season this, this past week. Um, and yeah, well, it's great stuff. I hope you enjoyed it um, and haven't just given up on us entirely, which everyone else has done. No, they're enjoying it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, thank you. And I hope everyone else is enjoying the show. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you thought about the Christmas invasion. Again, we're on Twitter at Still Got Legs. You might do a poll while they're still legal um, on Twitter. Maybe not. So, Or Elon Musk will shoot us <laughs> yeah. and make sure we subscribe to Twitter Blue or yes, something. Which is not going to happen. Um, nope. So, yeah, let us know. Do all that stuff. Epic news. All right. <laughs> Nothing else to add there, I guess. You said it all. Nothing else to, 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 to chime in with. So that's that. Um, if if you wouldn't mind, uh, consider giving us a rating and review. Give us five stars. Give us a two thumbs up. Give us a good old time. Let's do whatever you got to do. Um, this is all going to shit, so we're going to go now. Um, but we'll <laughs> Bye, see everyone. you next week uh, with the official launch of season two of Doctor Who. Very excited. Although I think it should be series, but yeah. Anyway, bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.